0: Welcome to the Harrington Star Fintech Diversity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase the people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know that we need so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens. In these diversity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of Fintech, the Talent Surgery, the Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of them all, the Women of Fintech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me for more information to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through my LinkedIn or at nadia.edwards-dashdy at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. I'm over the moon to announce that today we are joined by Pyle Rayner, Global Head of Marketing at Torstone Technology. Torstone describe themselves as fast, flexible, and future-proof, and they aim to simplify the complexities of post-trade, by connecting global financial industry expertise with post-trade technology innovation. Pyle is passionate about innovation and community and she's here today to share her story with us. Pyle, welcome. I'm so happy to have you on an episode with us.
1: Thanks, Nadia, it's great to be here.
0: Um, So, it would be brilliant if you could start by telling us about Torstone and what
1: makes you unique. Sure, yeah. So um, uh, Torstone, uh, we are a leading cloud-based post-trade technology company and uh, not yet at at the heart of our Torstone core brand purpose is about simplifying the complexity for our sell-side clients. That means we help our clients to control costs, drive their business growth, improve their efficiency and performance, um, as well as keep them up to date with all their Regulatory requirements, um, and from a Torstone platform perspective, we are a we are a cross-asset um, platform, and we cover a whole range of um, uh, provide services to our clients, starting from risk management, compliance, all the way through settlement accounting. So we do the full suite within the post-trade area. And uh, talking about the, you know, what makes us unique? That's a great question. Um, so. As he kind of described, fast, flexible, and future-proof. So we we do take uh, pride in uh, in saying that as a company and as a platform, we are fast, we are flexible, and we are future-proof for our for our clients' needs. And uh, and what that means is that uh, uh, as a young, dynamic company with a mature product, uh, unlike larger corporate organisations, Nadia, we are uh, able to bend our rules to help meet our customer requirements very quickly. We follow an agile deployment methodology, which really helps us to uh, you know, turn things around very quickly, which is very important um, given the, the fast paced uh, nature of change in the cell side farms. And um, I must say one of our implementation uh, from inception to go live has been three months, which is Absolutely right. unheard within the post-trade. Yeah. yeah, so I think we are, we are uh, breaking the barriers here and, and setting new benchmark for the existing players. Um, secondly, I would say is technology. So uh, most of the technology uh, built in the post-trade space was uh, built in early 90s. And it's, it's started to show its age a bit. Um, And the the legacy technology, the challenge with the legacy technology is that it's not able to cope up with the pace of change that's required, especially in the back office space. So so we are newer, you know, we have got a modern architecture, we are cloud based. That means we can actually help our clients uh, swiftly and quickly um, by um, giving them that uh, high-tech modern technology which they need in order to automate their processes and be uh, in on top of their game.
0: Well, that sounds brilliant. I, I love the concept of people being on the top of their game, being able to automate their processes, but also for you to be able to be as flexible as you've just described for whatever your client's needs may be. Um. I know our audience will be really interested in hearing a bit more about you and your journey to your current position. So could you share that with us?
1: Yeah, um, of course. Um, so uh, my, my journey, um, I guess I'm I probably going to say is um, as a child, Nadia, I was very much uh, fascinated with how marketing had such a strong impact in influencing a consumer or buyer's decision making process. So that kind of piqued my curiosity in, in the marketing side because I used to look at adverts, billboards, and I was like, that's really interesting. It, like, you know, all these messages can actually change people's mind. So that curiosity took me uh, through the marketing journey uh, where I actually took uh, had my education. Uh, I did my undergrads and postgrads and MBA in marketing. And uh, and thereafter, you know, I, I led a very exciting international marketing career uh, in the last two decades working in B2B uh, space for uh, working for global um, financial technology and fintech companies uh, back in North America and uh, in, in Europe. So I, I, my first um, job was at Microsoft selling Microsoft OneNote office products to the university students, which was a really exciting job, which I absolutely loved it because it kind of helps you to understand the, uh, how to deal with consumer, um, how to, uh, work out, uh, in, in terms of their, um, their challenges, any kind of objections they have got. And, and thereafter I worked, um, with, with General Electric, uh, work for a number of GE Capital Solutions financial businesses in, in Toronto, and then moved to London, uh, 14 years ago, uh, and then worked for a number of, um, uh, uh, technology companies, um, banks such as Barclays Bank, and, uh, and, and yeah, it's been so, so very exciting journey, I must say, and uh, here I am today, uh, you know, working as a global head of marketing uh, for Torstone Technology.
0: So that's so interesting that from such a young age, you had this interest and you've gone and you've really pursued that passion. Like I love to hear stories like that um, because it's just, you know, as time changes, the the, the challenge changes, the, the opportunity changes. And I suppose you've kind of created it for yourself now at Torstone. So tell us a bit more about actually what your day-to-day role entails. And I bet it's different to what you expected it to when you were <laughs> young. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, um, and, and given kind of working in a, in a new country, again, back uh, 13 years ago, I was really excited to see how, how, how Europeans work, how people in the UK work, and how that impacts marketing. So, so yeah, so talking about my current uh, role at, um, at Torstone, so every day is a new day, which is one thing which I love about the job. So as as global head of marketing, I'm driving the marketing function for the business, uh, reporting into the CEO of the company, and my key focus is on the key priority markets uh, across the world. So I'm responsible for driving our marketing in UK, Europe, Nordics, um, Japan, Hong Kong, Singapore, so Asia, and then looking into... um, Canada and, and US. So that's really exciting uh, because one of the things you're going to notice Nadia is that although from surface our product is same, the solution is same, is a post-trade technology platform. However, there are cultural differences which um, drives all these different geographies and, it's, it's, and it's, it's kind of makes it exciting and challenging for marketers because from marketing standpoint you need to understand the cultural aspect of each of those different markets adapt your strategy and plan and your tactics depending upon what's going to work in that market so um, and and i think that's what uh makes my role really interesting because um as i said before you know every day is a is, is a new day for me um and with our core focus on driving customer acquisition and customer retention strategy for our business Uh, Responsible for, you know, driving the full marketing mix for our clients. So uh, looking at the communications, um, internal and external PR and media, digital um, and uh, campaigns. So it's kind of offering the full omni channel experience to our clients and Ultimately, it's creating a strong brand where we can help customers simplify their complexities in the post rate space. And, you know, that's what we are really passionate about at Torstone. And uh, I'm I'm really glad to to play a a part in that to help our clients, because I very much see uh, my role as a as a passionate storyteller. Um, And, and being a customer advocate, helping that to kind of bridge that gap uh, where I enjoy making connections between the wider macro teams and trends and, and helping to simplify things for a client. So, so, you know, helping them to grow their business. So,
0: I love the fact that you describe yourself as a passionate storyteller because you are, and you're telling your story today, and it's um, it's brilliant to hear it. So there's another part of this that's also a celebration, um, and just just shows everything that you've been talking about. Um, last year, I understand that you were awarded highly commended as best leader in marketing by a global Women in Marketing Awards, and this was a truly global. Um, award ceremony um, where I heard that there were many nominated from all over the world including Singapore Dubai um, and beyond Um, and uh, you know you competed against hundreds of others nominated you got highly commended which is uh, which is brilliant so tell us why you think that uh, you stood out
1: Sure yeah no that's um that's one of uh, a key accomplishment which i'm i'm really um uh, uh, proud of and and yeah um and especially kind of feel quite humbled about uh, given being uh, nominated and ultimately managed to secure the award um against some uh, really world uh, renowned marketers um across the world so that the key reason um which i felt kind of you know helped me to uh, win that award was that uh, the impact marketing leadership had made on the growth and the success of a business in a period of um, 24 months. And uh, Nadia, one of the challenges marketers always face is that we are viewed as a coloring in department rather than a department which is driving growth for the business. So, um, and 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 that was kind of you know my my story there when I joined the Torstone. Um, gosh, now it's been three years now. So when I joined the four, uh, when I joined the company, um, I, I met with the board of directors and I, I challenged the hierarchy in a positive way in terms of how we were marketing our business. So it was uh, it was about change and it was not just about strong leadership and um, driving that change management, I feel, is extremely hard, but critical to the success of the business, especially when you're pitching the future to the board members and they cannot see and feel the change today. So. I I propose that we should completely rebrand our our business. We need to look at how we market ourselves from our messaging, from the way we talk, the look and feel. So it was a long process, um, but uh, it was a, a great journey. As I adopted an, an agile and lean approach that helped me win the mind and heart of Torston CEO and the board members. As a result, in, in, in less than two years' time, we were successfully, when we rebranded the whole company, we were successfully able to transform and reposition the way the business was perceived uh, from a fintech business to a, a cutting edge global. Um, fintech solution provider fit for this digital age um, and uh, you know I'm, I'm you know some of the things I'm really proud of that we had a record year our brand visibility skyrocketed we smashed our revenue targets um, sales team were you know quite delighted as you can imagine um, we uh, our marketing return of investment grew up by 150 um, percent our company um grew uh over 50 percent in revenue uh in um uh, in in last 12 to 16 months we opened new offices so i'm i'm not saying that marketing was the sole reason for those um uh you know key success stories but we played a huge role and and that was something which was being recognized uh by the by the business and uh yeah so i'm I'm kind of truly honored and humbled to be to have made to that uh, you know one of the top best marketing leaders amongst the amazing marketing leaders across the globe i i have admired for so long
0: and that's such i you know i love sharing stories of success especially now you know we're recording this in, in in 2020 it's september we've all been through the pandemic and it's really it's, it's so important that we celebrate the successes that we are making happen at the moment within our marketplace. And for you to be able to share that, it's truly inspirational. Um, now, there's something else that, um, that you're quite passionate about, and we're going to call it your, your passion project, because I know you believe in the power of community. Can you share some of, that, uh, some of those
1: thoughts on what you're doing with, with us? Yeah, uh, of course. So, um, community. Um, not yet, as you know there's a kind of a, a saying there which says alone we can do so little but together we can do so much more so you know I'm always um uh, you know a firm believer of power of community uh, of power of community and um and and one of my personal passion project it basically started in this pandemic environment as we were all under lockdown and you know, kind of lost face to face interaction and touch. So I was doing some research and trying to find a community which would actually bring B2B marketers together from a financial and tech space. And when I researched, I was very surprised to see that there are lots of communities out there like FinTech, banking, tech communities, B2B marketing communities, which are for marketers. However, they all operate in silos and given in the in the industry we operate in like myself as a fintech marketer we are selling our uh, our technology solutions to banks and institutional brokers so I thought it would be great for me to find out uh, and connect with the marketers on the other side of the pond so we can actually talk to them and find out about their customer challenges their buyer behavior what's what's keeping them awake in the night and use all that intelligence in actually uh, driving some of the marketing strategy and planning we are doing at our end and at the same time i thought it would be valuable for the financial institution banks to learn from Uh, tech companies like ourselves, which are more agile, quite nimble, we turn around things really quickly. So I thought it could be a great opportunity to create a community, um, given there wasn't one existed. And Nadia, you know, as as Mahatma Gandhi says, be the change you wish to see in the world. So, uh, you know, for me, I'm a kind of a person rather than waiting and, you know, kind of maybe, you know, complaining about things that's not happening. I decided, you know what, I'm going to take this initiative. So I've um, uh, launched uh, an online uh, fintech marketing community uh, and the purpose of this community is to bring together specialist B2B marketers from the financial and tech industry together so we can provide a unique platform to build and grow their network. You know, they can share insights, best practices to train to learn and and uh, through through mentoring programs so i guess pretty much same how you are doing about you know celebrating um successes of uh, marketers like myself uh in the fintech space so so this community is uh something i'm kind of quite passionate about as it's um, built by and for fintech marketers so yeah so um, really excited uh, as as we hope to grow this community and and love to celebrate and 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 nurture uh, uh, and, and foster those key learnings through training coaching and mentoring programs
0: well, that's a fantastic passion project and I wish you all, all the best success with it. And, and we definitely should um, encourage anyone listening to this podcast right now to get in touch with Pyle about it. I'll make sure that I always tag um, Pyle into, into this podcast and any, any associated uh, media um, support documents because we want to build that community. Um, so that kind of takes me to my next question. Um, so I'm very passionate about building a more diverse workforce um, across all industries. But the industry that I've lived and breathed in in, in the last um, 10, 15 years has been what we now call the FinTech community. Um, so I wanted to ask you your thoughts on how we as a community can work towards a more diverse workforce.
1: Sure, yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the famous research done by McKinsey where um, it says that the boardrooms that are truly diverse delivers a 95% higher return on equity. So I'm, uh, you know, as part of my passion project, I'm, I'm very much a firm believer on on getting, um, you know, driving inclusion and diversity in organization. And I'm kind of being leading that with Torstone as well in, in my current role. So in, in terms of top tips, uh, nadia i would say like the the two top tips i would uh, give to the listeners is uh the first and foremost is nurture your organization culture to be as inclusive as possible uh, and uh and what i mean by that is that you know uh make sure that uh, you know don't wait for others to make the change happen because there's a lot of talk um you will hear out there in the market where people will say, Hey, look, the, the inclusion and diversity needs to be led it from top and, and that is true. But I think we as a marketers or you know as an individual or leaders within our, our company, we probably should take that responsibility and nurture our organisation culture, collaborate with HR, collaborate with other uh departments and, and try to drive that forward. So so at Torstone, as a global organization, we have got over 30 nationalities or probably more and, you know, which is absolutely amazing. That means when we are having our team events, our quarterly events, we kind of learn from each other. We understand and find out more about, uh, you know, what makes their nationality unique and, you know, what's kind of some of the, the cultural uh, nuances uh, which we need to be aware of. Um, Also, um, one of the things I take quite proud of is that uh, the number of staff members uh, have grown over 50% in the last couple of years at Torstone. Now, we are not there yet, uh, so that number is not absolutely huge or massive, but I think it is about... Making those steady steps, helping to move the needle. So you know, from the time I joined the company, and since now, you know, the the woman staff has grown over fifty percent, um, and 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 plus, uh, if you look at our our, our management team and our board, we have got our, our senior female executive, which is part of the board and the management team. So so it's like you know, taking that small steps, and I think absolutely, you know, um, there is an uh, opportunity for us to to grow that number improve that number um but uh, once that culture is being nurtured that kind of goes to the top management team as well and i've been really lucky that at Torstone, you know we take inclusion and uh, diversity quite seriously and we are quite passionate about it um so um uh, you know some of these uh, stats which i just shared uh shows that you know we kind of make sure that it's 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 part of our culture Second tip I would say is, uh, and it's quite a you know a small tactical tip, it's encourage referrals through your current employees, specifying that you're looking for diverse applicants. So that's also you know always good to make sure that you know which we do at Torstone anyway. So we kind of encourage referrals. We try to make sure we are getting the pool of candidates from a diverse background, and and making the the selection of um, uh, uh, selection criteria and hiring process as transparent as possible. So being open, which is one of our Torstone values um, that's another thing we which we take quite quite proud of and um, uh, and uh, you know we've been supporting some communities out there so uh, Torstone is this time one of the key sponsors at um, Women in Marketing Awards um, I was having conversation the other day with the with Code First Girls CEO so you know we are really passionate about how we can actually um, get more and more girls into coding and kind of help to get more women into the tech industry so um so yeah so i guess you know those would be my my top two tips would be nurture your organization culture make it as inclusive as possible um to make sure you all kind of take that responsibility rather than just leaving it to the top management culture uh and then some other kind of tactical uh stuff that you can do and you can lead through in your organization
0: Wow, it sounds like you've been so busy with all of this, Pyle. It's brilliant to see that you've done so much. And if we could all just take on some of these lessons that you're sharing with us, it would make such a difference across the whole community. So thank you for sharing that. Um, It takes me on to my last question. What is next on the horizon for Torstone and the marketing team?
1: (laughs) Great question. So I would say global dominance. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) So um, we we have been, um, you know, growing phenomenally, you know, as a company, we have done fantastically well in, as I mentioned before, in the last 12 to 16 months, we have been growing year on year 50% in our revenues, which is fantastic. We have expanded our footprints in new geographical locations. So last year, we opened our new office in Toronto in Canada, and, and, and um, that was following our, our new client Credit Suisse. Uh, we won last year in our, in in Toronto. So, um, so, so North America is, is kind of, you know, a quite a key strategic focus for us to, to, to kind of strengthen our footprint in that market. And, uh, yeah, and I must say, you know, given in the light of this pandemic environment, things haven't slowed down with us as a company. So, so Touchwood, we have been quite lucky from 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 that perspective because we are continuing to hire people across the globe and uh, uh, and uh, you know, kind of uh, really uh, marching forward ahead, looking uh, you know, as we come towards the end of this quarter, looking forward to 2021. Um, and, and what that means then for marketing is because uh, marketing, I see very much as a key, key function, helping driving that growth for the business. So we work shoulder with shoulder hand in hand with the commercial team uh, to make sure that we are actually driving our brand awareness in those new markets um, to strengthen our footprints in the regions uh, especially in North America um, and uh, whilst at the same time protecting our market share in our existing markets so UK Europe uh, Asia um, so we want to know how to protect uh, the market share whilst we are actually driving um, trying new business forward. So very busy time for marketing uh, and also as you know I both know that uh, you know the, the you know, we both are probably interviewing this from our offices or home offices. So given with this pandemic has changed everything. Uh, so it has impacted our, our digital marketing strategy where we are looking into, you know, accelerating digitalization within the marketing uh, right from events where it used to be time where you used to do face to face events to now doing virtual events to virtual campaigns. So. Yeah, uh, exciting times, Um, uh, you know, uh, crisis bring uh, new opportunities and uh, yeah, really looking forward to drive those forward. Well, I think that's a fantastic
0: quote to end it on. A crisis brings new opportunities and it sounds like you're definitely grabbing every opportunity with both hands. So this has been a fantastic podcast and and I really, really appreciate you joining us and sharing such positivity in the marketplace. It's brilliant, brilliant to hear. So Pyle, thank you so much for joining us on the Women of Fintech podcast series.